Okay, now I want to talk a little bit about politics. What's going on in the political realm with these uh, congressmen and stuff? I want just some, <clears throat> excuse me, some some thinking and and question asking in here. So, the reason why people are dissatisfied right now, currently with the uh, economy is that during all while Trump was in office, everything was good. Gas prices were so low. Um, food was cheap. Uh, rent prices was low. Everything, house, you know, housing costs, period, was low. Um, not, you know, low, low, but, you know, they were holding good. Uh Now, gas is tripled, food costs are getting astronomical, energy costs are rising, and so they keep giving you all of these excuses about why things are the way they are, but it it actually just boils down to policy, right? So... If you come in and we are energy independent, we stocked up on oil, we store in oil for other countries, we so, you know, we so, we so good. Um, we able to buy oil from other countries as far as um, controlling the market in it, right? We were controlling the price of oil. Um And, um, allergies. Excuse me. So, anyway, I don't do no cuts. I don't do no edits. This is just what it is. People sneeze. So, anyway, oil, everything was good with oil. Uh, Food costs was really good. Wages were going up, but the price of everything was staying the same. So, you were able to enjoy, invest, uh, move around, open businesses on this income because it, it your money went further. Taxes were low. Um, so you were keeping more of your, not only were you keeping more of your money, but you weren't spending as much then for the, the necessities, you know, because when taxes are low, that means also sales tax, um, Taxes on certain things that you buy, gasoline, cigarettes, if you smoke, clothes, products, whatever. Um, because even an increase in a tax on the, the manufacturer, producer, uh, whatever, they pass that on in cost. So because taxes were lower for them, we reaped the benefits of having lower costs in everything that we were purchasing. Okay. So that's why it was good. It was good time financially for everybody. So fast forward and uh, we're here now and they've decided to change all of that policy that kept everybody good and keep doing the things that caused us to have to pay more for everything. So even though wages are still rising, because uh, 
the smallest of, of I don't want to say small, but the, um, I don't know what to call it, but everybody was ma making good uh, hourly wages, right? But now you're making, let's say you're making $20 an hour. Let's go with the 15 that y'all, you know, always talking about 15, minimum wage 15. And we have another discussion on minimum wage and the federalized minimum wage, and that's just so you can better understand what you uh, are saying that you want, right? Because policy affects all of this stuff. And although the policy may sound good, it touches more areas than what they're, they're saying because it's, you know, it's everything is connected, right? So anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, if you then uh, cut off our means to produce oil, then that forces us to have to get it from other places, which means that it's more expensive because we're importing it now. We, it's not something that we just made and putting out down the supply chain. It has to now come from somewhere else, so that's an extra charge to come here and then, you know, what once was. So the amount now depends on what they want to charge to give it to us, right? Okay? Because when you go to the store to purchase things, you don't get to tell them how much you want to pay. When you go to the gas station to get gas, you don't get to say, um, the gas should be two fifty or a dollar or whatever the fuck. Um, you pay whatever price they put up because their supply, where, where else you going to get it from? So if we're forced to buy oil from other countries, and mind you, we're buying oil from countries that are not our friends, okay? And now when we need oil from them, they're able to dictate the price of that product, whereas before we were doing that. But this administration has handed that over to, again, countries that are not our friends, right? Supposedly, technically, whatever. Iran, Russia, and regions in Asia. Wink, wink. Um, so that's one thing. So you feel it. It affects you because, because it's not some arbitrary thing, whether or not we drill in oil and stuff. It affects you because in order to pay that higher cost it takes to get that oil here to the country, now you have to pay a higher gas price at the pump and in your home, uh, higher electrical costs, uh, higher food cost because we import a lot of food from, you know, other countries. And we have a weak leader now who is giving control of all of these resources that we need to other countries. They're making us dependent on other countries for what we need here, in the, which makes us at the mercy of other countries. When during Trump's administration, we were independent, that was the goal. He wanted us to not need another country for anything. He wanted everything that we did and needed to be produced here on American soil. Therefore, giving Americans the jobs to create all of the crap that we produce. I mean, not produce, um, the crap that we consume. Okay, people would have jobs making that stuff, better quality stuff that lasted longer with better materials. So you'd buy it less often 
and you pay a cheaper price for it and you got to earn money making it, shipping it, stocking it, whatever the fuck. And they can afford you, companies can afford to pay you better wages because they're not being taxed to bring the product in on top of paying a wholesale cost, on top of paying for a building and overhead cost, on top of paying you to do whatever job you do to make it happen too. Okay? So now they can afford to pay you higher wages because that's a cost that's decreased from them, a huge cost. And they can trickle that down and that's what was happening. Okay? So every, and then you got to pay lower taxes. So you got to keep more of that money. Okay. But now you're spending it on higher costs for everything that you made. So it's really like, you're not, you're still not making enough, which is the same way that minimum wage w works. Because as soon as minimum wage is raised, the cost of everything goes up to, uh, meet that, that cost at, at whatever cost, if that even means getting rid of employees to reduce labor costs so they can, you know, boost up a few people's labor costs or reduce hours in work because you can't afford to pay everybody to work eight hours a day for that new increase that you are forced to pay. Right. So now people lose their job or they lose hours. And then on top of that, even the people who, including the people who've lost their jobs, lost hours, so now they're still bringing home about the same amount of money because they're not working as many hours, not working as many days, or they have lost their job, right? So, but those who are fortunate enough to keep their job and um, maybe even get all of their hours still because maybe they're assistant manager, they're a longtime employee. Who knows the reason why they still can get them 40 hours, okay? But now they, they're getting that 40 hours, they're getting that extra pay. But now it costs them more to put gas in their cars. It costs them more to buy groceries to feed their family. It costs them more to buy clothes and shoes for their children or for whatever, whoever, to, to you know, Children grow and constantly need clothes and stuff. Um, it's costing them more to uh, occupy whatever space they're occupying, whether it be a home they own, a home they rent, an apartment, wherever they live, the, the, the cost, the increase has gone up. Because it, it's also affecting the person that owns that property too or finances that property because they also, this is a business for them, so they also are eating some of this. So they have to pass that on to, you know, their consumers so that they can absorb this cost some, somehow. Um, so you still end up spending now more than you were before out of this paycheck, even though you're making a little more an hour, right? So you're still not getting ahead. You're not getting ahead. So it's a trap. It don't matter how much they can raise the minimum wage to a hundred dollars an hour. It still would not be enough. As long as when they raise that minimum wage, they, everything else goes up even more than what the raise was. Okay. More than what the raise was. So the price of stuff doubles or triples, but you didn't make that much of an increase because think of somebody who was already making like $13 an hour, maybe who, 
Because remember, we're going with y'all $15 minimum wage. It could be more. I don't know. But we're going with y'all $15 minimum wage. What if it was somebody that was already making $14.50? Now they got a 50 cent raise, but the cost of everything around them then doubled or tripled. Because, you know, $15 an hour. <laughs> I don't know. But it, it it's that's how this trickles down. So it's bad policy. It's bad policy. Think of the trickle-down effect and when it gets to you, how does it affect you? When they say they're going to raise taxes on the rich, it don't just happen on the rich. It happens on everybody else. Because the rich know how to, you know, put their money different places. You ain't got nowhere to put your money. Okay? So, he keep. it doesn't matter what they keep telling you. He keeps saying that those making under $400,000 a year are not going to see any increase in taxes. He keep getting on TV saying that shit. He keeps saying that this, this bill that they're trying to pass is going to cost $0, but it's going to cost $6 trillion. Or six, it's going to cost a lot of damn money, okay? A lot of freaking money that we don't have. Because remember, we are in debt. We de we're in debt, Okay? And I think I feel like some of y'all are looking at the country wrong in the sense of what you what you think that this 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 all means because it's it's simple. They make it sound complicated, but it's very simple. And I'm about to simplify it for you. It is like you having a budget in your house, a certain I'm not not even a, a budget you created. You only got a certain amount of money to come into your household, whether it be from you working hustling, uh, whatever the fuck means of your income, right? Whatever it is that comes into your house, you have a certain, that's it. When that's gone, it ain't no more, okay? But when you borrow money, because you may have exceeded your expenses, when you borrow money, you have to pay interest on that money, okay? Now, you can keep increasing your credit line, Depending on how long you've been a customer, they may, you know, increase your credit line. You explain that you, you know, having some, you know, uh, whatever's going on with this mm, scamdemic. They are, uh, it's causing people to lose their jobs and all kind of stuff, right? So you, you lost your job. Whatever the fuck reason why you need this loan to tide you over, you still got to pay. When you pay this back, you got to pay interest on it. That's the same way that our money works. We got a budget. We only got so much money that we spend in a budget, by the, which they have not balanced in ages, by the way. So, you know, they ain't even balanced the checkbook. Basically, that's what that means. For all you old school knows, they still know what a fucking checkbook is. But I digress. So... You only got so much money to, to spend and then you borrow money. And then, you know, you supposed to pay, you know, interest on that money. But you don't even pay interest on the money. You don't pay no interest at all. Basically, you ain't even paying on it. They haven't been paying on it, right? So it's steadily increasing because they are spending more, right? They out just shopping and blowing money and shit. Instead of worrying about in, in this country all the things that you say, we say need to be fixed. Infrastructure which is roads, bridges, uh, schools, you, the, the buildings, you know, um, housing, all of these things that need to be fixed here. They're, they're, they are borrowing this money because we don't have enough money to pay the debt that we have, the bills that we got. But when they borrow this money, then they go and blow it. 
in other countries and on other bullshit and whatever the fuck toys they want. Okay. Which is the same as you have borrowed some money, got a payday loan, got a bank loan, got a, I don't know what the fuck borrowed money from somebody. I don't know, but you borrowed this money. And instead of when you get your money, you pay a little, you know, pay on it, pay it off, do what you can and pay your bills. You say, fuck the bills, fuck the debt. And you start going on trips to Vegas and going on shopping sprees and just giving money to your friends to blow. That don't sound too responsible to me. Okay. I don't think that's a good use of our money, our tax dollars. Okay. So they'll tell you, we need to increase this and that. And you know, the rich need to pay their fair share and we need to, you know, worry about housing and poor people and, you know, and inequality, income inequality. Meanwhile, they, this is how irresponsibly they're behaving with your money. Okay? You hired them to balance the checkbook and to pay the bills. And they not doing that. They writing, they giving their friends blank checks and they going on shopping sprees. And then telling you they need more money. <laughs> so that they can for real this time fix the shit that they were supposed to fix with the money in the first place and you want to give them more money <laughs> you got to make it make it make sense okay they don't need to be in control of nothing nothing because they're not handling what they're supposed to be in control of they worried about everything else except for what they're supposed to be doing. And as a result of that, other countries are now uh, looking at us like, uh, shit, any minute now, we're going to be on our knees because of policy that isn't benefiting us, but benefiting everybody else in the world. And then they try to send messages through the media, Hollywood, music, Whatever means of consumption for just garbage and messaging, they 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 pound you with these feel good, you know, like you 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 you're not a good human being if you consider the fact that they doing too much with your money. Why they keep telling you that they ain't got none for you? And the things that you need fixed. They got to they gotta look, man, they don't know where that money coming from. We know we need to do it, but shit. You know what? We're going to take all this money and we, gonna, we, we are going to do that. And then you say you agree to let them get all that money and be on their side and argue with people about why they should pass this bill and all that shit. And then when you look at the bill, they ain't spending that money the way that they, they've been telling you they was. They about to give it to all their friends and they about to go on shopping sprees, man. Come on. Somebody got to explain to me how is this better for the country than the Trump's policy of America first. Somebody got to explain that to me. I don't want to be last. I don't want to be third. I want to be I want to be first. I want to be first because we paid the cost to be the fucking boss in this world. I want to be first. 
We did that. Other countries got what they got because we did that. We gave them, you can, we can argue and talk about, you know, wars and all of that stuff. But basically we done taken care of the rest of the fucking world. Okay. And up to and including inviting them in. So somebody got to explain to me, how is this, how is this economy and these economic policies beneficial to Americans, to people who, who born here, people who work here, people whose hard earned tax dollars fund all of this. Cause all I see is them taking and not, not putting nothing, not putting anything in, just sending everything out. Everything is going out everywhere. Everybody is getting, getting paid, but the people who, who breaking their back to make it happen. And that's the citizens of this country. That's the Americans naturalized and born here. And we not getting nothing in return, nothing except the opportunity to give them more money, to go on shopping sprees and give to their friends. They got y'all distracted by all of these other things. I don't care to talk about all of that other stuff, but it's it's it, it's some stuff in there that just they force you to talk about it because it's like y'all just believe anything. Anything. Good God. But the important thing is that there is they all of these distractions are just that they distractions. The the anything about race, police shootings, riots, uh uh who shot who, who said what, all of it is distractions. The bigger issue is they are taking everything from all of us. All of us. They are attempting to take everything from you. And a small portion of you are cheering them on because they gave you a twisted message and you're not paying attention to what the policy does. And the policy does nothing that they told you. It does the exact opposite. It destroys everything that you have built, will build, want to build, on the road to building. Because they got you thinking it is somebody else's fault who don't control nothing. Whatever group you in, they've given you somebody to point the finger at. And all those fingers should be pointing to Washington, D.C. and state capitals and local municipalities. Those are the people who should be answering questions. But they won't. <laughs> and you won't demand that they do.
Okay. But that is what you're cheering for. You're cheering for more economic struggle in your life. Because the further down that trickle-down effect goes, when things are no longer affordable for anyone, then you get more and more homelessness. And because people can't afford housing, you get more homelessness. And you get more people dependent on government services, which means that governments control that part, aspect, uh, uh, portion, time frame, whatever the fuck. If they pay for it, they control it, right? Because it's rules, stipulations, guidance, it's stuff that you can and can't do, must and must not have, whatever the fuck. They got rules and regulations on yo and, and limitations. On your, um, hmm, how can I put it? They have limitations on your, your means to get out of this situation, right? Because if you are um, dependent on government services, then you can only be within a certain income bracket, right? So that means that you can't go over, even if you ain't, you know, you're trying to move forward and maybe... I need it at this, you know, for a little while and then I can get up out of this and I won't need it. No, no, mm -mm, nope, you don't get a great spirit to do that. Now, I will say this, that Dr. Ben Carson was, I don't know if he did implement it, but I know that it was part of a policy that they were pushing and Democrats were against it, where they would uh, allow, because, you know, he was over, he was the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Um, you don't have to be an expert in a field to be able to see problems and, and, and come up with ideas and solutions to those problems. I don't know who told you that, you know, you couldn't think about stuff and maybe come up with an idea on how to fix it yourself. You know, that you could be a regular person and be able to comprehend an issue and come up with a solution. I don't know. But he wanted to um, implement policy that would in Section 8 housing allow fathers to stay in the home. And also, if you were working, you got a grace period of time. I can't remember if it was six years. I mean, not six years, but six months to a year, I believe, where you could. It might have been up to two years. I'm not sure. You can find it. It's old information. But where your benefits wouldn't change so that you could use this, 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 you know, if you got a job, if you were, you know, going to school and whatever the fuck that your income increased, that your benefits wouldn't change, allowing you that extra help. Right. Because that's what this is becoming now to save, to pay down debt, to do whatever it is that got you in the situation where you needed government's assistance. This was a way for you to be able to, and especially if you had still a two-parent household now because the man could be there and, you know, the father could live in the home and you still be on Section 8, which means that he could still work, you could still work, and y'all benefits wouldn't change for a certain amount of time, allowing you 
the breathing room to no longer need to be under the, the thumb of the government and its limitations on your success and what you could do for your family and your legacy, you know, whatever. Anyway. So once they've got everybody dependent, which is what all this policy is and stuff, you know, now they got everybody all dependent on the government. Now they control everything. But I, I have to, I have somebody got to tell me because we knew all of this stuff before the election, before the election, all of this, all of this knowledge about what they would do if they got elected, if they held the levers of power, I'm talking about Democrats, and make no mistake, there are Republicans that, and this is what, what you need to understand, we not stupid people who are Republicans or conservatives on the right, whatever. We, we know that, that people in our party are not really in our party. They say the right things. They move kind of in the right directions until it comes down to significant voting and laws and bills, and, and then they vote with Democrats. They are extra votes for the Democrats. They help them to push these atrocious policies down our throats, okay? So they are one and the same. Nobody cares whether they're Democrat or Republican. We only care about what are you doing that benefits us, or is a thorn in our side? Or is an attempt to totally destroy us, okay? Or a sector of our lives. That's that's all we, we care about. I don't care if you what do you what do you what's your vote on this? What you doing? Okay? Anyway, y'all gotta pay more attention to policy. The policy somebody gotta explain to me how you listen to them talk and and knew their history and a lot of stuff and 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 you still voted to give them power and then now that they have power they are literally destroying everything they think about <laughs> y'all are so quiet what after four years of screaming and throwing tantrums Y'all are completely quiet when he is in your face doing everything that you screamed against for the last four or five years. And I mean through tantrums. And now it's like you don't even see that it's right in your face. If you actually look at what they're doing and stop listening to what they keep telling you they're doing or want to do, I don't know, because sometimes they do tell you, y'all just interpret whatever the fuck they say, however you want to hear it, because they're very vague in their uh, speeches about what they want to do, very vague language. And it allows, it's manipulative because it allows you to fill it in with because you think so highly of these people and think that they have your best interest, you fill it in with what you think that they mean and you roll with it as you, as the interpretation of what they said. When really they told you they really didn't care, but or they was about to do some messed up stuff and you just didn't make them clarify what they were planning to do. I mean, I don't understand. It's very vague language. 
you can put anything into what you think they want, what they mean about what they want to do. We've got to, uh, what, what's, what's some, some bullshit that they say all the time? <laughs> We've got to focus on, um, equity. What the fuck does that mean? Equity in, in whatever the fuck subject you think of. Equity in education, equity in economics, whatever the fuck they say. What, what does that mean? What do they mean? What do they mean they focusing on it? What do they mean that they have to do something about it? What do they mean that this is, is going to help in that area? Because they'll say what it's going to do is it's going to, um, it's going to be great for income inequality. How? How? Why don't y'all ever make them explain themselves? Why? Why doesn't anybody ever make them explain themselves? Why do they get to just say stuff and, you know, that's, you know, Everybody's just interpreting stuff. That's why people bickering because everybody interpreting stuff the way that they want to see it. But instead of making them clarify, what you mean? How? It's crazy. The majority of Americans support this bill. Okay, prove it. Dr. Fauci get on TV and say, well, when they ask him a question, well, the data shows. Okay, well, where is it? Let me see. What data? Show me. But he won't. He'll just keep telling you what it's what it what it says. Mm-hmm. And you're just supposed to trust and believe him that that's what it says without him showing you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same way that they keep saying that masks are effective. They ain't showed you, they ain't showed you nothing that proved it. They have no data to prove it, but they keep saying it, and you just keep repeating it or believing it, whichever. So. You know, they keep telling you that the vaccine is safe and effective, even though there is so much evidence contrary to that. But they keep saying it. But you never ask them to show you how prove it. They just keep saying it and throwing out uh, percentages of people. <laughs> and sometimes not even percentages say the majority of Americans win because nobody asked me. <laughs> Nobody ever asks me. <laughs> I don't I don't make it around to none of them polls ever. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, th- this administration's policy is so terrible for the very people. They they terrible for everybody. Make no mistake, for everybody they're terrible. But they they actually are even more so for the people that they claim to be making these policies to elevate and help and, uh, you know, stand beside whatever the, whatever the hell the <laughs> racist over there. <laughs> what? It, the, the policies are absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. They are forcing your children to stay in schools that are failing in their in their districts all over the place. Failing, but you can't send your kid to a school outside of that district. And basically, apparently unable to hold the district accountable for the lack of education it is providing. Um, and again, during the Trump administration, he was pushing school choice where you could get vouchers. 
and 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 money to send your kid to any school you wanted to. It was somebody got to make it make sense. How is that not better than being forced to send your kid to a school just because of where you live? Which, by the way, Democrats obsessively say you that shouldn't be the case. But their policy makes it the case. And they rail against the policy that changes it. But they, they keep saying that no one should have to be go to a failing school because of where they live. They say that all the time. But they're forcing your kid to go to a failing school just because of where they live. Rather than supporting school choice. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. I don't know how people support them. If you listen to them and what they want to do, it doesn't matter at this point if they able to do, if they get to do stuff, because a lot of stuff is, you know, they don't get to do. But, man, <laughs> just the thought that they would want to do it is, I don't understand how people support the things that they do. I don't get it. Can somebody explain to me? Because I know y'all be saying that they the, the party for the poor and the Republicans are racist, but I find that hard to believe when all of the policies that they really push affect the poorest of people negatively the most. Like, I mean, I don't understand how y'all, it suppresses and oppresses those people who they profess that, you know, that these measures are supposed to help. And they don't realize it. And they somehow played this Jedi mind trick on y'all where they have you cheering for things that are so terrible for you. I don't understand it. I don't know how that happens. It's a trick, man. I don't understand. Did they get you to fight against being able to defend yourself, arm yourself? to be able to say no to things, to be able to, uh, I mean, it's just, man. And y'all be like, yeah, everybody should, you know. And, uh, you know, another thing is, I'm rambling now. I don't even know what to title this anymore. But <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> just ride with me. Go on this ride with me. So, it, it amazes me that they can, like things could be right there and you can know it, but you, you still defend it while calling everybody else racist who don't do these things necessarily, but you taught, you told to interpret it that way. But when it's actually that way and it's coming from these people who claim to support you, you don't care <laughs> I don't know what why that it it baffles me it baffles me I don't understand I don't understand I'm truly I'm speechless at this moment when I think about just some of the things that are just so backwards that you you cheer for and it's 
I, I don't get it. They got you marching and defending people who are are rapists and murderers and thieves and lifelong drug addicts and no, you know, thing to anybody who has struggles with the addiction, but let's be real about the character of the people that we dealing with that are being highlighted and thrust out as heroes and uh martyrs and they are uh criminals criminals and daily there are professors doctors uh ge- child genius genius prodigies um college graduates uh all all kind of People in all different walks of of life that are gunned down in many of ways. But those aren't the people who are martyred for any reason. Or remembered and nobody's saying their names. Oh, when I think about the babies that have been gunned down because because of their policies, you know, they make it. So that, that that kind of environment can thrive for for that 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 destructive reasoning that babies are gunned down in communities, neighborhoods, all over the country every day, and no, it's nobody's top story. Nobody's top story. And it wasn't because no a police officer didn't shoot these babies. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, a white supremacist didn't do it. A white nationalist didn't do it. A proud boy. An oath keeper. Three percenter things. Uh, uh, you name it. Any right winger. None of them people shot these babies. None of them. And the sad thing is they were just babies doing baby things, showing their, their mom a dance on TikTok in her living room, sitting on the porch in front of the house, walking to a friend's house in a stroller, being pushed down the street um, at a, on a playground, in their bed sleeping. I heard so many people use that when Breonna Taylor, she was in her bed sleeping. Nobody should be. There are babies that are shot sleeping in their beds and I don't hear a peep out of none of you motherfuckers. (laughs) So don't tell me (laughs) about what happens. I'm not saying that I don't care about what happened to grown folks, but uh, I'm more concerned about uh, babies being shot in the bed while they're sleeping. Because if they ain't sleeping in their bed, where are the children safe? Where? If they, not on their front porch. Not. I mean, I know children who live in war-torn countries who can... Um, <laughs> I don't know that they could feel safer. I don't know. I, I know children in maybe not war-torn, but where they're under terrorist regimes and, you know... 
and the children are able to go outside and play and strict rules for conduct in public and you know stuff can get your hand cut off and get you beheaded in public and stuff for not adhering to societal codes and so I don't understand why I don't hear a peep about when babies are shot just being babies you know but I'm inundated with uh, why, why a grown man couldn't jog. Why an adult man who was a drug addict and a, 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 an abuser and a career criminal uh, couldn't breathe um, and called out for his mama. I, I don't understand. I don't I, I I don't understand the mind of uh, an adult who can know those two things exist and give more energy to the man who's hurt and not the child. I don't get it. Somebody can maybe explain that to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody can maybe explain that to me and, you know, I won't do it and I won't agree with it. But maybe you can explain the rationale on that, how that work. Because I don't, I don't know how, we don't do that here. I don't know how that work. I'm always in defense of children before adults who make bad decisions. And innocent children who are just minding their business being children and are, have their bodies ripped open with bullets in front of each other, in front of their parents, in front of their siblings. And I don't hear a peep about it. No, nobody is outraged. But for, I'm still hearing about George Floyd. <laughs> I ain't even going to try to remember for as long as, I'm still hearing about him. I'm still hearing about uh, Michael Brown. I'm still hearing about Philando Castle, whatever, Philandro Castle, whatever, Jacob Blake. I'm still hearing about these grown people who just made bad decisions. <laughs> but I'm not hearing one word about these babies. But there is a group of people who profess to care so much for the children. <laughs> and I don't ever, they, they actions show it not, but they always using the children when they want to do something. Always using the children. Climate change, all the children. <laughs> the president's behavior, the children. <laughs> Vaccines, the children. Oh my God, the children. What about the children? But not a peep when they had a head blown off. Nobody cares about the children then. I'm going to end this. I'm just rambling now. I don't even know what to title this. 
there's just so many things just come to mind when I think about the, the, the thought process of how can one go along with a, these policies. It all goes back to policies. What you say is, is, is okay. They've got you defending policy that benefits criminals over law-abiding citizens as if that is what you, you, uh, you desire for your community to be. You don't desire to have a normal, quiet, safe community so your children can freely play outside or free to walk to a friend's house, free to walk to school. You don't, you, this is, you're allowing them to push the narrative that you, you don't want. That's not what you want. When you say that, that you want uh, criminals released because they told you that he, this person was you know, unjust. They just want to martyr anybody. They don't care because they don't have to live with those decisions. When they push a whole campaign to uh, release murderers because they need something with race and they can make it all about that because he was a black man, and they know that most of you won't go and read the court documents and read witness statements and read detective notes and whatever the fuck evidence went through and listen to the trial and what the, 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 none of you will do that. You'll just listen to what the media tells you and you make a decision and you push and you get on social media and you argue with people and you call everybody racist and you do all of this stuff and you help to free rapists and murderers, and all kinds of people who will be released back into your community to prey on your women and children and sons. They put them in the midst of you, making you unsafe. They did, they, they did that. They, they helped. They, they convinced you, they manipulated you to continue to keep your communities unsafe. Okay? They don't want you safe. They want you killing each other and raping each other and robbing each other and giving each, selling each other poison and disrespecting each other. They want that. They don't they, they, they push everything that keeps that going and then they want you to keep pointing the finger at other people. And it's not other people, it's them manipulating you. And you falling for it. That's what it is. Everything comes down to policy. When you're looking at a presidential administration, policy and how that policy affects you. You may think this shit don't affect you, but it does. Oil production affects how much you pay for the gas to heat your house and the car and the gas you put in your car. And, you know, and the stuff that's made using petroleum. Come on. So when you fuck with that, you fuck with all of that. Everything. 
products that are made. And a lot of them, I'm sure that you've gotten used to using all the time. If it went away, mm -hmm. would you know an alternative? And they admit that the reason why they weren't lowering gas prices is because they're trying to force everybody to go electric. For the Green New Deal stuff. And then they go electric and then he's made an agreement to buy all the electric cars from China. And then, whoops, we rush up out of Afghanistan, leaving it wide open for the Taliban to take over. And boom, China's there. Mining for resources. For lithium batteries. For electric cars. Mm-hmm. And then with the way that they got in California rolling blackouts and, you know, power is out here and power is out there and everywhere power is just failing everywhere. Texas, power out, 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 out. Then you want to move everything to electric. Then what happens when all the power go down? How are you going to get around? Where are you going? Oh, then that will no longer be effective. They have to find a new thing, a new way of transportation that they had that still leaves you dependent on them somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just gonna put all these trains and stuff in and let them go go from, you know, through the city and stuff. You can just commute on the train. Everybody on the train. I ain't never been on the subway, but I don't wanna be on one based on, you know, the stuff that I hear. I just saw a lady showing that when she's standing on the subway platform, she bring a chain and chain herself to a pole so nobody'll push her on the tracks. <laughs> and then when the train comes, she take a key and unlock the chain and then get on the train. What? But now they're slowly moving you from the safety of your own vehicle where you control the environment and where it goes and how often it stops and who's in it to where you are forced to be in a mode of transportation where you have no control over nothing. Nothing, not even how much it costs to ride. Or how far it goes. And then once they have everybody depending on that, then they can shorten the routes. Decide not to go certain places. After they have gotten rid of your gas car, which was much more efficient. Gotten rid of the electric vehicle. Or made it too expensive for everybody to own. And they have forced you on a mode of transportation that eventually after they've gotten you there and you're dependent on it, they start to remove certain access to places using that mode of transportation. So, um, yeah, keep cheering on in the green new deal and, um, you know, them passing bloated infrastructure bills so they can go on these shopping sprees and give their friends some money <laughs> while you pay for it. Hmm. I'm out to the next time.